Hi, everyone. Uh, this is the introduction part where I say that my name is Chris, a.k.a. some nickname, but I think I've done all the nicknames. I may have repeated this before, so I apologize if I have. I think someone on Twitter is where I read this, that I don't know if it's the original Gossip Girl or the new Gossip Girl, but they guessed who the Gossip Girl is. They said they were with a friend, and they were watching the show, and they guessed within the first few episodes who Gossip Girl is. Now, someone, someone on another show, very similar to this show, guessed Gossip Girl early on. Maybe my previous negative thoughts about not being able to figure out who A is is actually incorrect. Friends, fellow investigators, I think we can crack this case. I think we can do it before the series finale. And tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, this episode, a lot of new information. Let's get to it. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. So he can help you figure out who's A. Season 2, Episode 7, Surface Tension. My goodness, do we have an explosive explosive episode a lot of secrets have come out i'm a little hot i'm a little hot let's back up a little bit a lot of um uh, secrets come out we get some we get some clarity some of course you know this, this wouldn't be pll if we didn't get more questions but questions are answered so we get a little previously on just to recap for no reason whatsoever a little bit of the art class again when jenna makes the uh, little thing there when uh, Arya's is there in class and helps her so we get a reminder that that uh, jenna made that Get a little bit of uh, buttercream Hastings threatening, kind of gently threatening his daughter to stay away from Jason De Laurentiis. Little recap reminder that Mike is breaking in all over the city. Surprisingly, Logan Reed shows up again. I didn't think we would see that character ever again. And uh, boy, every time I see him, I'm like, wow, we're still dealing with Logan Reed. So we get a reminder who Logan Reed is, and Garrett paid him off. <laughs> I guess in case, I guess in case you had forgotten, reminder that Ezra and Arya are still a couple. Uh, Emily is officially staying at Hannah's, so we get a reminder that that and Pam is apparently off the show for a little while. Hannah's parents, reminder that they're kind of getting back together, maybe, kind of, sort of. And then reminder of the uh, incident last episode at the fashion show, as I call it, Noel cons a shit. We fade in on uh, Hannah. Emily is fully moved in. I guess we just went in and jumped that, uh, jumped that part of it. So it sounds like Emily cannot go into her house i don't know i mean we only see her at hannah's this entire episode i don't know if they're redoing the set uh, for emily's uh, room i don't know but she is fully at hannah's and then we have a little conversation about garrett and uh, logan reed a little bit and someone says boy we trust garrett right Ugh, I, I i screamed out loud and it kind of and i kind of wrote down in my notes like wh what have we lost track of item wise right so ian's ring is still floating around out there apparently the money I don't. I, I kind of lost track of where we got the money from, but that, that that cash money ended up in Garrett's hands. I guess it's Spencer's cash, right? And then Garrett gave that money to Logan Reed to skip town. Okay, so who knows if Logan Reed is actually going to come back? But he, as far as we know, is gone. Uh, we do have a missing horseshoe still, although I think Spencer has the horseshoe, right? We have bracelets floating around, and as we know from last episode, there's a pair of boots and root. I do enjoyed Hannah calling it the extravaganza. I might try to use that somehow. I'm not sure. I am not a naive young man. I'm not under the misinterpretation that this is a television show, and you can't give us everything all at once. You can't. You can't stop the show here at season two, episode seven, 
you know, when when you're a, when you're a TV show and you get uh, a season order from a network, you are expected to fulfill said season order. So let's say there's only two seasons of Pretty Little Liars, right? They can't end the show here on episode seven. However, they could have. So Hannah walks away to to attend to the door, which we'll find out shortly. She got a gift basket, and so Emily is still on the track of. Did A kill Allie, which does not necessarily mean Ian killed Allie. And now Spencer sounds like she's on board. Remember last time she was kind of like, it was Ian, it was Ian, it was Ian. Now I think she's kind of coming around like, maybe there's more going on here. Hannah Hannah walks in and left at the door was a gift basket. Okay. The note inside says, what fun. Two little liars under one roof. You are making it so easy, dash A. Now, thing number one, the handwriting on the note uh, looks a lot if not identical to the harasser of Hannah from uh, season one, you know, the whole piggy stuff and the money all around town. And I believe some stuff to do with Aria as well, but absolutely 100%, a lot of the Hannah stuff, same exact handwriting as this note. Okay. If you recall at the time, I theorized that was Noel Khan. It might be Mona too, but it's definitely Noel, right? So here to four, if Noel did this letter, that means he went to the shop whether it's the delivery, um, whether it's Speed Demon delivery service or, you know, like a Harry and David that has like gift baskets and you go in there and you order it and they take care of the delivery for you. Either way, that person went into the shop. In this case, I'm saying Noel Khan. He wrote out this note and said, hey, include this with the package. Now, in you know the real world, sometimes you can say, hey, include this note in my package and they write it for you. But usually that's typewritten out, sometimes handwritten. Sometimes it's for like flowers and those kind of arrangements. I have seen those handwritten out. For the most part, those are typed out. Unless you yourself go in there, handwrite the note and include it with the thing you want sent, right? So I was like, well, this is it. Show's over. Liars could easily go to either the shop or the delivery service that dropped off the thing. Find out who sent this. We're done. Show's over. This is probably the biggest clue we have ever gotten on the show. A literally handed it. it the, a, a is all over this. We could, we could solve this right now. Guess what happens? Just some jokes and we move on. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? I, I had to stop my HBO Max take a few minutes, you know, drink drink some water, and just accept the fact that we've let our biggest piece of evidence uh, go. <sighs> well, I mean, what are you going to do? I'm not there, <laughs> so I can't do anything. Um, so we find out, uh, we cut to Arya's house, we find out uh, they're having people over for a little soiree in a couple nights. Uh, Ella has officially moved back in, if that wasn't already established. As per usual, Mike stomps out of the uh, house. No time for breakfast for this uh, cat burglar. Myron and Ella kind of give each other like, oh, boy faces. And then it turns out uh, they invited a few couples. Only the Parthas can make it. Only the Parthas. And Ezra and Fitz have this weird kind of coded conversation. I couldn't, I wasn't, are they like talking about like dirty stuff? I don't know. They kept saying things and the camera would hang on them. And I was like, is there like a innuendo thing I'm not getting? At any rate, the kick, the the headline here is they invited Ezra Fitz, which Arya, as you can imagine, is like, what? <laughs> and fucking Byron says, you know, Ezra can bring a date too, which, you know, wowzers. Uh, cut to the Hannah, now Emily house. We'll call that the Hannah Emily house. Emily is making what looks like a fantastic breakfast for uh, Ashley and Hannah as a thank you. Uh, we find out, of course, as we know, dad's coming by later. 
this whole episode, we don't get, re- now spoiler alert, we don't get resolution on this. The entire time Emily's like, her shoulder hurts or something with her back hurts. I can't tell if she's lying about the new training or what, or if she's like sleeping on a bed that's uncomfortable. I couldn't, I couldn't quite get a bead on what's going on with that. Yeah, I don't really understand what's going on with that. But she's uncomfortable. So we get, we get that happens more than once. But um, anyway, cut to Spencer's household. Uh, Buttercream dad um, is hiring Toby to do some work in their backyard, which, my goodness, is the size of a small park. It is a gigantic uh, backyard. And Spencer and dad are saying, yeah, we kind of owe him for, I guess, cu- accusing him of murder. <laughs> so, and then somehow the, the subject of Jason comes up and apparently Buttercream stopped Jason from making that fence. That fence that we spent, you know, four episodes exploring. Apparently he was crossing the line, crossing the line. So, sorry, getting my phone here for something in a moment. Uh, yeah, he stopped it. He stopped it dead in its track. So Toby's free to uh, to be rehired in uh, Buttercream hired toby cut over to hollis uh, a little aria ezra chat um ezra tells aria actually i'm going to take your dad up on that offer he will be at dinner and aria's like this is a bad idea and he's like look we want your we want to be seen as a couple this is the first step we want your parents to see us as not teacher and student (laughs) oh boy right and i wrote in my notes does ezra think this will work does does ezra think okay i'm gonna go over their house i'm gonna have dinner and then at some point, I have to tell them I'm dating your daughter. I mean, at some point, you know what? I'm just going to let it go. Arya looks worried, as she should be. But uh, I guess we're going through with this. Cut to school. Uh, Hannah and Emily are just kind of nervous in general, just chatting about what's going on. And we see Caleb uh, pushing somebody. And Emily's like, I should probably go. Hannah approaches Caleb and says, like, what's going on? Well, someone stiffed him from one of his super phones. And Hannah's like, you know, you should really stop this, this, this work. It's not legit. And Caleb says, I need investment capital, which I don't know if that's literally or just like a joke, but either way, it works. And he says something like, don't fight all my fights for me, which is a little like, eh, come on, Caleb. But they do, they do hold hands and walk into school together. And then we see some creep watching them. Now, this didn't make sense to me at the time. There's someone in a car watching Caleb. Now I know what this is, and I'll we'll bring it up when we get there, because uh, I thought it might be his dad. I don't think it is. Cut to <laughs> Byron walks into Mike's angsty room. Boy, this room is just angst. Byron says, hey, Mike, tomorrow night is a big dinner. I want you there. Mike has, quote, stuff to do, end quote. Elia Partha is going to be there. Apparently, he's a coach of, um, oh, what did he say? Lacrosse? I forget the sport. It's one of, it's, I guess it's something that Mike does. Mike says, I'm busy. Byron says, well, make yourself unbusy. And then they say, okay, okay. Uh, in this moment, I thought, oh, is Mike going to spill the beans on Ezra? I was quite wrong about that, but I thought maybe he was going to pull that card. Special shout out to uh, Mike's rear view parents mirror. He has a little, he has a little rear view mirror that has parents as a label on there. How, how, how 80s movie. I love it. Uh, I put uh, this next scene starts in the woods. No, not the woods, folks. This is just part, part of Spencer's backyard. It is quite literally, I think the backyard is bigger than my apartment. I think it's absolutely gigantic. So Spencer's out there having a chat with him saying, hey, thanks for thanks for working. And Buttercream comes out and uh, says, oh, hey, thanks, Toby. Thanks for working. And Toby's like, can I just can I just do work? I actually took photos of this because uh, I think I might be refer- referencing this uh, going forward. We see a map. It's like D&D here, folks. He has, he, uh, Toby did some barn sketches of like some ideas of what he wants to do to, uh, I guess, the renovating things. I'm just going to describe it to you. I'm sure you can Google it, but I want to describe something, a few things interesting on the right side of the map we have the hastings household right to the uh so i'm gonna look at this uh kind of as if it's north south east west right 
So we have the Hastings house. It's about it's like a cross kind of shaped house. The property line between De Laurentiis and Hastings house is about equidistant. There's a little bit more on the Hastings side than the De Laurentiis side. It is in a straight line. That's to be noted. There's a little bit of a curve to the property line to the which we know uh, from previous episodes. Outside to the right of the main house is the barn slash new addition. So they're going to be building on the barn. Do we know where Melissa is? I don't know if we know where Melissa is, but uh, that place previously was hers. That's the barn. The reason I wanted to stop here and focus on this is because thinking about that night, they were all in said barn, right, drinking but not drinking. At some point, Allie leaves. At some point, Allie goes to Kissing Rock with Ian, okay? Her house is right next door. It's actually closer to the barn than the ho- than the main house is. What is not listed on here is where the gazebo is. That might be important. It's also worth noting that the Hastings household has a dr- full driveway on the opposite side of their house with a gate. It's a gated house. There's a carriage house, for Christ's sakes. Um, De Laurentiis does not have that. Now, I wonder if the carriage house is their uh, little meeting spot. It might be. I don't know. No, I, th- I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Um, and then we see another quick map of the um, barn, of the addition that he wants to make. He wants to make a new door, a window to it, roof line to match existing possible skylight. Like, he really wants to make this place look nice. And Buttercream seems impressed. All right, enough with the, enough with the map. But Buttercream is impressed, and he says, can I keep this? Which... Toby at the time was like, this is a good thing. I was kind of like, huh? I don't know, a little weird. Then we get a Spencer and Toby smooch. Uh, a little bell will go off here. Cut to school. Ella and Jason are chatting. Arya kind of pops in to talk to her mom, and there is uh, Jason there. And it's a little awkward. And apparently they're bringing on Jason to talk to at-risk kids about the dangers of marijuana and, I guess, other stuff he did. Per my policy of not uh, IMDBing actors on the show, because there might be potential spoilers for people who may or may not be deceased, who are in fact very much alive, is the person playing Jason Newface, sorry, just that one time, I promise, is Jason Newface the same actor as Lincoln from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Now, those of you out there who are familiar with the show, is that the same actor as Lincoln? He looks very different on S.H.I.E.L.D. if it is the same guy, because he has, he's, he has scruffy, very short hair, but I was like, oh, he looks v- so familiar, so familiar, I could be wrong. And then, guess what, folks? Jason is also coming to the dinner. Ella's like, you know what? Jason, uh, come to dinner. Jason leaves, and Arya's like, why are you inviting Jason to this dinner? And Ella has a good point. You know, she sent uh, Jessica DeLorentis a note about the whole incident at the fashion show. And then, here's one of the... Okay, so gift basket blown. You know, we could have solved A here tonight. We didn't do it. A huge development, though. This is something I've been looking for since the pilot, really. Mom is now on the A-case. She's like, what happened at that fashion show? What was all that about? And Ari tries to explain it away. Oh, just a prank, etc., etc. And Ella says, I don't like someone terrorizing my, my kid. This is huge, folks. And we're going to get even more into this in a little bit. Quick little joke here. Ari, uh, Ella's like, Ari, get used to calling him Ezra. Oh, boy. Cut to Hannah and Emily, uh, looks like which is a very real thing that happens. They're having a little bit of a roommate issue. Apparently, Emily has to crash in Hannah's room for, I guess, the time being, I guess. It does look like Emily's trying to do homework, and Hannah is flipping through a magazine singing with headphones on. Emily's annoyed. And Emily, again, we see her, like, touch her shoulder area. There's something in her, there's something bothering her physically, and we don't quite understand what's going on with that. There's a little bit of a chat about Caleb's, quote, business, end quote. 
all his super phones, and Hannah's, you know, Hannah's just worried about it. She's just worried about it. Cut to school, uh, Arya and Emily, and Spencer kind of joins them, and they're talking about Garrett, and I guess they're trying to get the cash back from Garrett or trying to track down Logan. I, I forget exactly why they wanted to reach out to Garrett, but Emily's like, I'm really busy. I have a injury to myself. I'm not talking about this episode. So Spencer offers to try to talk to Garrett, try to get more information on him. Uh, yeah, something is definitely up with Emily. We don't, we don't, we don't find out. Spoiler, we don't find out, but and then we bring up Arya's dinner, talking about how Ezra and Jason will be there. And Spencer's still super creeped out about Jason. She does not trust Jason. She thinks he's involved further than what we've seen before. But it looks like, once again, Spencer's on another solo mission, which is very ill-advised as the stakes increase. Now, I guess Spencer runs into Garrett uh, on the street or something because they're having a conversation outside. And Garrett just is lying all over the place here. He's like, we'll find Logan Reed. Don't don't worry about it. And he's like, there's no surprises. Ian did, he, basically Garrett's like, Ian did this, let it go. We're set, you know, we'll tie up these loose ends, but there's not going to be any big twists here, Spencer. We know that's not true. Uh, he says all ends lead back to Ian, basically. And, and any loose end was going to lead us back to Ian. But as we know, Garrett is part of Team Ian. So in my notes, could Garrett have smuggled Ian out? M- maybe. Maybe if we staged a little thing there, Garrett might have been able to make that work. It'd be really tough, but if anybody could have could have done it, someone on the police force might have been able to. You know, if, if that turns out to be true, I can explain away how that might have gone down. Um, but it would have been it would have been very hard. It would have been very hard. Cut to the Hannah household. I literally was fist pumping in the air. Ella visits Ashley, and she tells her of her suspicions that something's going on with this harasser. Ashley says, "Yeah, I agree." There's a lot of weird stuff going on. I think there's something more going on here too. Moms versus A. Finally. Finally, the liars have some backup. We have some a separate, more powerful, in theory, force that can actually figure out what's going on with this. I was so... It's so satisfying as a viewer. I get it. It's part of the show's right DNA to kind of leave it to the four teenagers to figure this out. It's so satisfying that Ella and Ashley, some of my favorite parents on the show, realize something is going on and they're going to start doing their own thing about this. I really like that. They, <laughs> they do bring up uh, any of the other parents who might want to help. No to Pam, right? Pam's out of town, literally. Hastings and uh, Ashley says the Hastings and, and Ella just gives her a little grin like, no, Buttercream ain't going to do shit. And then someone makes a comment. Is it Ella who says uh, something about Peter Buttercream Hastings? Like, there's nothing that he won't do to blank, blank, blank. I made him sound pretty ruthless, which I think we knew that about him, but it was, like, gave him a little bit extra, little mysteriousness. But I just, I'm, I'm totally into this Ashley Ella team up. I'm just, I'm very happy. Cut to the Hastings backyard uh, slash park. Toby is clearing out some stuff. He's rooting around, and at first I didn't quite understand what was going on. He pulled something out of the ground. It looks like a stick that has Hastings written on there with masking tape. I thought, was this a golf club? What the hell is this? Uh, Buttercream comes running out, and he looks nervous. He's like, it's nothing. I got it. I'll check it away. And he said, it's on, and Toby said, well, it was on the property line. And Buttercream says, nothing to worry about, and he runs away. And Toby, at least for now, lets it go. We jump to the dinner party. I cannot believe this dinner party. This, I thought this dinner party was going to go so much worse. Uh, but the Parthuses are there, right? Parthuses. Uh, new character alert, we have, we get their names later. Oh, Nancy and Elliot Partha. Uh, Elliot, I think, teaches at Hollis, correct? Uh, and also is a coach. Of course, no Mike. First arrival, Ezra. He, uh, boy, I just, I wrote, I laughed for hours. He looks so nervous. It's like he's meeting the parents for the first time as if he and Arya are officially a couple. He's dressed to the nines with some flowers, a lot of handshakes. He got some scotch that he knew dad would like. 
Ezra and Arya chat a little bit, like, oh, boy, isn't this weird? Ezra already knows Elliot, but he, uh, I guess he didn't meet Nancy yet, so he meets Nancy. Guess who's at the door? Jason DeLaurentis. I gotta say, Jason, boy, big smiles. You know, he's pretty. He's a pretty broody kind of actor, I think, and a broody character. He seemed really genuinely happy to be there. Uh, and let's start the Ezra vs. Jason uh, f- showdown, right? Cut to Spencer. It turns out it's a broken hockey stick, and uh, the blade was splintered. And, Toby's, and Toby and uh, Spencer are having a chat about it. And Toby's like, your dad looked angry? Then he looked scared. And then we have a flashback. Spencer, Arya, and Allie at some place. It looks like they're in the Hastings uh, Park. Spencer says two very important things. The stick was originally Melissa's. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then Spencer gives it to Allie after they're, after they're playing around with it. And then some bit of dialogue about Arya's like, are you going to be joining the joining a team, and Allie's like, I'm considering my options. And we do have flashback Arya here, so we know for sure this is a flashback. Cut back to the present. Spencer calls Arya on the phone, mid-Arya family dinner here. Spencer remembers. She's like, that's the same stick. You know, what does it mean? We don't know what it means. And so we're like, how did it get into Spencer's backyard? Well, we'll find out shortly, but Spencer's like, you bury murder weapons, is what she says. You bury murder weapons. And then she says, that very same Hockey stick was in Allie's bedroom the entire summer, the summer that she faked her death. So Spencer is once again potentially jumping to conclusions. She is, she is saying that hockey stick ended up in Allie's bedroom here too for the murder weapon. We get another flashback and Jason comes out. I'm a big Doctor Who fan, so I feel like Jason regenerated. So this is the... This is the second Jason here. Anyway, I know I said I'd give that up. I just I just could not resist. Anyway, Jason comes running out and he and Allie have this weird like he takes it and they're like they're pretending to hit each other. It's a very unhealthy relationship, brother and sister here. But I'm gonna say this now. I think this is way too easy to call. Jason is 100% innocent. This is my prediction. The show is trying to lean, you know, as as they have to do, right? They, they want me to think that maybe Jason is at fault or or part of some sort of thing. No, not buying. I'm not buying any of this. Jason is 100% innocent. Granted, he and Allie needed to be a better brother and sister to each other. That all said, I don't think he had anything to do with what happened that night. Cut to Hannah and Emily's house. Uh, Emily's going to go to the library to study. Uh, you know, it's just not working out. And Hannah, Hannah doesn't quite get it at the moment. She says, she has a weird joke. She's like, is this a gay thing? And, and Emily's like, uh, no, it's a brain thing. So I don't think Hannah understands the issue here. Anyway, so Emily leaves as Caleb walks in and mom and dad are at dinner. And so we have a Caleb and Hannah smooch. Cut back to the Aria dinner party. We have Ezra, Jason, Byron, and Elliot all having a little bit of a chat. And it looks like Ezra and Jason are becoming friends. Like they're having like, hey, you like, you like biking in the some country? And Jason's like, yeah, man, it's great. And Ari's like, oh boy, my worst nightmare. And I was like, wait a minute, are we expecting anybody else? We were not expecting Barry the cop. I'm going to remember his name now. Barry's Barry's shown up enough times that I should know his name. It's more than a job. Barry the cop, CBS this fall. Barry the cop shows up. He's like, look, no one freak out, but we, we, we got Mike. He was trying to break into another house. And Arya, the look's given. Everyone's giving looks like it's uh, Downton Abbey here. Uh, he's at the station. Mom and Dad are going to run down and go pick him up. And they ask Arya to stay there to, to <laughs> I guess, continue the party. I don't know. But Mom and Dad run off to the station. It's late at night. Cut back to the Hastings. Toby's leaving uh, after, looks like he worked a 16-hour day. It's It looks like it's the 10 o'clock at night. Anyway, he's leaving as Buttercream drives up. 
As we now know, they have that driveway with the gate. Buttercream hops out, really freaked out. He's like, hey, 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 about that uh, hockey stick buried in our backyard. Uh, it's nothing. And, and don't say anything to Spencer. <laughs> Toby. They got handed to Toby. He to- he could have said, got it, and walked away. But he's like, too late, too late, dude. Buttercream does not like that. And he says, uh, don't tell Spencer at least about this conversation that I told you not to tell her about the hockey stick. A very weird, tense talk. They definitely had this very strange energy between the two of them. Cut to Aria household. Ezra is cleaning up. The Parthus is left. You know, I guess they have a new child. And it's also, you know, their host's son was arrested for breaking into a house. So, you know, party vibe kind of died. So it's just Jason, Ezra, and Arya left. Ezra starts to get jealous. He's like, hey, who's who's Jason? And Arya's like, Ali's brother. He's like, yeah, I know, but why is he, what is he doing here? And Arya says, well, you know, he, uh, my mom knows him, etc." And so she goes, I'm going to go offer Jason some coffee. And she walks away. And Ezra's kind of kind of looking jealous uh a little suspicious that jason is drinking coffee at this hour a little a little suspicious gotta say um anyway cut to the police station god mike jeez boy so he they his parents bail him out he goes running out of the, the police station and he's like i don't want to talk about it like he uh you know like he's a four-year-old at a theme park or something byron says oh no we are talking about this and mike's like how was the dinner party he hops in the car and ellen ella's like byron hey relax and byron's like how are you not angry? And Elle's like, I am angry, but clearly this is about something else. You, listener, and I know what's going on with Mike. He's acting out over the breakup of his parents. However, I have a theory. Hang on to that. Cut back to the Arya a household with Ezra and Jason. Ezra and Jason have a chat. Jason asks Ezra, did you have Arya as a student? And Ezra, boy, he looks super uncomfortable. I think he's uncomfortable because he thinks, I don't know. I don't know why he's uncomfortable, but yeah, it's a super awkward conversation. Arya is upstairs rummaging through Mike's stuff, right? And she finds a whole bunch of stuff. So here's here's what happens on the surface, and I'm going to tell you what I think is also going on here. She finds the ceramic glowy thing that Jenna made way back in a few episodes ago, right? So she sees JM, Jenna, last name. And she's like, this is this is the thing Jenna made. So she's like, why didn't why did Mike steal something from Jenna's household, right? I think Mike is working for A. I think whatever, however that system is set up, in my in my theory, I think Mike's been doing surveillance. I think he's been doing he's been following people. I think he was the one possibly watching outside the pawn shop. I think he is doing a dirty work. Anyway, Arya freaks out. She says, "Jason, Ezra, get out, get the hell out of here!" And they're both like, "Go, go, 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 go." Ezra is in the middle of his scotch, but. Nope, gotta go. And they both do that slow walk thing where like Jason's walking away and Ezra looks like he's gonna slow walk it and then maybe knock on the door, but then Jason <laughs> notices him. So Ezra can't do it. So Ezra, it's re- actually so well done between the two of them. It was so it was so good. So they both like slowly, hesitantly walk away and they both realize they both have to really walk away. It was very good. Very well done. Cut to Hannah. Hannah and Caleb, uh, she's kind of asking him to stop doing his shady business. And it's a slight fight, a slight argument. And she's like, don't be sketchy. And then Hannah starts talking about her hair, which I don't know why that, I don't know what that does. But then Caleb's like, fine, we'll talk about it. And he, he said in Allentown, which is another city in Pennsylvania, I believe, right? He used to work for a bunch of really nasty guys who stole cars. He worked for them. Caleb. Caleb says he was a hacker. He used to hack into DMV databases, laundering VIN numbers. I believe that's a felony, folks. Caleb says he bailed on that crew. He left town and they're after him. So he knows sketchy versus criminal. And these these folks don't mess around. This is not freeform ABC Family shit. This is like this is HBO level violence we're talking about here. 
And Hannah's like, I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this, but maybe you should go to the cops and tell them. And he's like, nope, can't do that. But he is opening up to Hannah. I guess he hasn't told this to anybody before, probably because Hannah's probably in danger. So I'm saying the person outside watching them is one of these very conveniently revealed in this episode, Allentown car thieves. Now, why they want to get back at Caleb, I don't know. I don't think it's worth their time or their energy trying to rough up a high school kid. But here we go. Maybe he owes them money. Maybe that's the detail I forgot. Does he owe them money or something? Anyway, I guess they're. I guess we're going to see them later this season. Cut to Spencer's household, and Dad is going to burn that hockey stick. They have the fireplace going, which has been used before to d- destroy evidence. Buttercream is going to throw it into the fire, and Spencer tries to stop him, and he says, we're all tired. He just wants to end it. Like There's a part of everybody that's like, with Ian's, quote, death, quote, it all kind of ties everything nice up and neat, and everyone can kind of move on with their lives. That's what everyone keeps saying this episode. So that's why he wants to do this. Uh, and he brings up the trophy again. I think Dan knows about A as well. It, it wasn't overtly said here, but I was like, is Dan also aware of A shit? He might. And he throws it in the fireplace and it starts burning. And, t- and I thought Spencer might even actually try to go grab it, but she doesn't. Cut to the lookout that uh, Toby and Spencer go to often, and she thinks, Dad thinks Spencer may still be guilty. So in her mind, Dad throwing the hockey stick into the fireplace is not anything but Dad trying to protect Spencer, thinking he thinks Spencer is guilty. I don't think that's it. Let me try to say this clearer. Spencer thinks Dad did this to protect Spencer. I think Dad did this to protect Melissa. I think he knows Melissa, Hurt, Allie, they all think... Allie is, of course, dead. That's why all this is happening. So that only tells me that Buttercream has been in on this, which is pretty messed up if I'm if that's right. Because then all the thing with Spencer, they knew all along was not real. Anyway, that'd be pretty messed up. But then Spencer then again jumps the gun and thinks the hockey stick is the murder weapon. And then I wrote something about Garrett here, but I guess Spencer is going to try to... Oh, that's right. Toby says, cops know more than they say. So they probably actually know what the murder weapon is. So Spencer's like... Well, that's Garrett. Garrett will Garrett will tell me the the secrets there. Cut to Hannah and Emily. Um, looks like they kind of make up. They kind of patch things up. They, they chat a bit about Caleb, and uh, I guess Hannah told Emily the secret, but not the secret. And Emily's like, you know what? It's fine. You don't have to tell me Caleb's secret. You can tell me about you knowing about his secret. Emily is packed with secrets. She doesn't want the burden. So that's kind of a good thing between the two of them. They they can talk and yet keep things private that they need to keep private, which is probably safe. They kind of make up and Emily makes a note to Hannah. It's kind of cool that Caleb was that upfront with you. They hear some rumbling downstairs and sure enough, uh, mom and dad come home and they are drunk as fuck and they have a smooch. So ring that bell. And I was like, Did, does Hannah and Emily see that? I'm like, nope, they don't see it. Oh, yes, they do. They finally do see uh, them smooching, which, of course, we all knew that was coming a mile away. And Emily says the obvious question, are your parents getting back together? Cut to Arya's house. Arya confronts Mike. And I, oh, my God, in all caps, and I underlined it in my notes. It finally hit me. Mike inadvertently connects Garrett to Jenna. And you see it slowly hit Arya's face. He's like, I broke into Garrett's house found this stupid-ass thing. I thought it might be worth some money. And Arya's like, this is the thing that Jenna made literally in front of me. Why is it at Garrett's house? She's starting to put it together. Cut to Spencer in Garrett's squad car. For some reason, don't know why that's going on, but she's like, do police know what weapons uh, might have been killing killed Allie? And Garrett's like, well, yeah, it might be on the coroner's report, acting all like he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Spencer starts asking a bunch of questions. We all know Garrett's not going to tell her the truth, but she doesn't know that. And then Garrett does the same line again. Listen, Spencer, it was Ian, right? It was all Ian. Don't worry about this. This is in the past. And Spencer says she's not so sure. And we see Garrett change. 
And he says, why not? Why don't you think it was Ian? At that exact moment, we get a text from Aria Dispenser. We can't trust Garrett. Call me. All caps, like question marks, all question marks. And Spencer now is in a difficult spot. And then Garrett says it again. If it wasn't Ian, who killed Allie? Looking right at Spencer. And we kind of zoom out and we see that they are in this back alley. For some reason, Spencer's doing this right along. They are secluded. Spencer, once again, in a very, very bad spot. And finally, for our post-credit sequence, you know, what what do you say about what do you say about this? Some jazz music going. There's a needle with chemicals into a bottle, and that is what we get. <laughs> I mean, we have no resolution on the projector, no resolution on the boots, and now we have a bottle of something. So explosive. I don't I don't have any new theories, but I will say I'm very excited for, for the moms to start working on this A case with me. It's going to take me some time to get over the fact they let the gift basket go. In each episode, I'm not changing my theories. Mona and Noel are head of A. Mike's working for them, whether he knows it or not. He probably actually knows it. Ian and Melissa and Allie were all together on the night Allie disappeared. Melissa confronted her. A fight broke out. Melissa accidentally maybe hit Allie with said hockey stick or something else, but Melissa thought she has killed Allie. Buttercream helped cover it up, etc. So did Ian. That's why all this is happening. Still not quite sure how the Jenna Garrett part of this works out. I guess it has to do with the Toby thing. And I still know why Garrett is with Jenna. That all aside, somehow they are connected to Ian in helping cover this up. Yeah, so I think that's it. I've been Chris McGowan. Still am. Twitter and Instagram. Amagoogs. I should post more on Instagram. I'm just kind of social media out, I'll be honest. Occasionally twitching at Mac to the Gow. I might be twi- I might be doing it, uh, well, by the time you hear this, I would have already done it. Uh, but if you catch this before Sunday, the 27th, 28th of February of 2022, I'm going to do a little D&D chat with a friend of mine, uh, uh, Becky Chang. So, so come check that out on Sunday night. Uh, but yeah, doing a lot of games and stuff. It's Twitch. You know it's on Twitch. Um, yeah. And thanks for listening. I have said so much. Way too much. Uh,